0: Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with
1: Taylor and Jen. That is such a weird sentence that just came out of your mouth.
0: I didn't plan on saying it today, but here we are. That is a tagline for Taylor and Jen. Life one hundred
1: and seven point five.
0: We really take this decision very seriously.
1: Yes, we we think about it for at least 24 hours. (laughs) And, And that's
0: what we've done because we were reading off all the brand new Iowa State Fair Foods. Yeah. And there are some good looking ones.
1: As always, this is a fair tradition for Mm -hmm. us. On Thursday afternoon, we always go to set up for the grandstand concert. But then we usually have, what, you know, an hour and a half, two hours where we can just kind of wander around. And we look for our favorite fair foods. And then we take a picture of Taylor eating one. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> Jen, doesn't want, a Jen doesn't want to be in the picture. I don't picture. want a picture of me eating a food. No, but you, you always get a picture of you eating your favorite fair food for the year. So yeah. are you going to do the unveiling right now and let us know what fair food we're going uh, to yes. be looking for? On- Pe-
0: people want to know this. This is very I- I've important. Been, I've been building up to this. So my first thought was to go something that, that wasn't as high profile and like the Ego Fuego that looks pretty good.
1: The Ego Fuego. It's like an, an egg
0: sandwich with with a fried egg and all kinds of spicy stuff on there. But then I thought to myself, self, <laughs> this is the Iowa State Fair. We got to go big.
1: Oh, so we're not doing... I thought when we left yesterday, I thought you were doing the Ego Fuego.
0: You know what? My heart is just calling me to Chicken City's new chicken sandwich. Because listen, it's fried chicken breast. And yesterday we were saying that it was coated in uh, cornflakes. Corn cornflakes. They're not just cornflakes. They're frosted cornflakes. No! Yeah.
1: Are you serious? They're like
0: frosted or sugar-coated like they're sweet cornflakes.
1: And then they're putting that on top of a glazed donut.
0: On top of a glazed donut with syrup and bacon. That's my fair food for this year.
1: We're going to be on the search for the chicken sandwich from Chicken Chicken City. City. I don't think Chicken City will be too hard to find. No. They've got a whole city. (laughs) It's a city of chickens. Much like I choose the artwork in my home, this year's favorite fair food for me chose me. Mm. I didn't choose it. Like when I look at art, I usually wait for one of them to to speak to me in some way, and that's the piece that I like. <laughs> Most of them are like twenty dollar canvas pieces from TJ Maxx, but that's a different yeah. story. <laughs> Cheap art speaks to me. <laughs> so when we looked at the list of the Iowa State Fair foods, I just waited for the one that kind of reached out and said. Jen, Mm. this is the food. I I looked for the one where I could actually kind of taste it already just by reading the description. And I thought about what it's going to be like on Thursday, August 11th. -hmm. It's going to be warm. You're going to be eating some chicken sandwich that we've already gone to find, and you're going to be, and, and I'm going to be looking at you. It's going to be hot. I'm going to need a sugar rush. I want to be quintessential Iowa. And so I am going to head right on over with you in tow as you're eating your chicken sandwich. I am going to head over to the Dairy Barn. Okay. I love the Dairy Barn at the Iowa that State Fair. That is a Fair. good spot. Every year, I mean, I usually try to get myself something from the Dairy Barn because it just doesn't feel like it's the Iowa State Fair unless I do and I'm this year I am getting the minty moo parfait first of all because I love the play on words second of all because I love chocolate and mint together. It's a match made in heaven. Third of all, because it's a parfait. So you get the fun of being able to take one of those bites and get everything at once.
0: All the layers.
1: This is classic vanilla ice cream Mm -hmm. with a thin mint and cookie crumbles, lots of chocolate syrup. It's a great thing for somebody with a sweet tooth like me. And it is the only place at the Iowa State Fair that you can get a thin mint. I mean, So you're going to be eating your chicken sandwich (sighs) with syrup and a glazed donut. And I'm going to be eating a minty moo parfait. And then we get to go Uh, into the heat and (laughs)
0: introduce Skillet. That's going to be so good. (laughs) Stomach full of sugar and 100 degrees beating down on us. What could possibly go wrong? And
1: introducing John Cooper and Skillet to the Iowa State Fair. Mm -hmm. All right, Taylor. What is it that you're going to get the first day of the Iowa State Fair when we go?
0: I'm going to go to Chicken City, get their new chicken sandwich. It's fried chicken with (laughs) sugar-coated cornflakes coating it. And then it's on a glazed donut with bacon and syrup. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so our friend Jana called to tell Taylor that it was a good thing that he was married to a doctor, considering that was his new (laughs) fair food. But Jana also wanted to tell us what her fair traditions are. I have my egg on a stick. Yep. I eat a cup of cookies with a glass of milk. I get a salted nut roll to go home. I will get an ice cold lemonade that has the lemon and the orange. lemonade. Mm -hmm. I know it's so good. I don't know. I think we could hang, Jana. I could do yeah. all those things. I like to do the egg on the stick and the cookies. Well, I mean, who says no to Barksdale cookies? Yeah, Barksdale. <laughs> I suppose it was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Spam is from Minnesota, yes? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, Spam curds have been all the rage up at the Minnesota State Fair oh, have for they? a while. No. Yes. And they've been at the Clay County Fair here in Iowa. Um, they consist of bite sized chunks of Spam dipped mm-hmm. in homemade breading and deep fried. Okay. They were voted the best, best new fair food back in 2016.
0: So, I mean, these are award-winning spam curds, Jen. Don't. You're having a visceral reaction to this.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm happy that people oh, can good. find joy in deep-fried spam curds. I'm I'm happy for them.
0: You know what I just learned about my dad? What? Is that when he was growing up, he thought spam was fancy meat. <laughs> Why? Because like they they didn't get a whole lot of meat. You know, he grew up in the jungle and it was, you know, you just don't have steak lying around on the mission field. Well, it's in other forms. And so when they were able to have spam, it was just this very elevated thing. And he was really excited. So like when the emails started coming along, he's like, why are we so upset about fancy meat being sent to us?
1: Okay. So Steve and Jackie head on up to the Iowa State Fair. We'll go get spam curds. Fancy meat curds.
0: You know, I have not had spam in my entire life. This might be the time to change it.
1: You're not doing it with me.
0: I feel like if there is a time for me to try spam, it's in curd form.
1: And it's deep fried.
0: There's not a lot of stuff I won't try in curd form. Like, if you curd it up, then I'm probably game for it.
1: So it just came out of your mouth. I didn't
0: plan on saying it today, but here we are.
1: That is a tagline for Taylor and Jerry.
0: When they first met, he wasn't a fan of her. She wasn't a fan of him. I know it sounds like the setup for like a rom-com, but that is literally how the story of my grandpa and grandma began.
1: Oh, well, you just had your grandpa's memorial service last weekend, right? He passed
0: away in the spring. And so we all got together uh, for a big celebration of his life, kind of telling his life story. And the thing about my grandpa, he lived such a full life. I mean, he lived into his 90s, but I think in two weeks he lived more than some people live in a lifetime.
1: Okay, so what you're saying is when your grandma and your grandpa met it was not love at first sight
0: no and that was I finally got to hear their love story kind of all laid out for me and okay. so they met and his opinion of her was that she was a little worldly because <laughs> that that was that was the word because worldly. she she told him that she likes to dance and watch movies and he was like I don't oh, know about that
1: your grandpa was pretty conservative too
0: she just in general was not impressed with him I, I don't think there was any reason she was, eh, was just another guy okay Now, fast forward, my grandfather gets drafted into the Korean War, Mm. and he gets placed as a medic, so he's on the MASH unit, Mm -hmm. and turns out being on the MASH unit during the Korean War was a little boring, at least for where my grandfather
1: was placed. So not as exciting as the TV show? Not nearly as
0: exciting as the TV show. Okay. So he writes back home to his church, and he says, you guys, I am so incredibly bored right now. Are there any people who would write to a lonely soldier in Korea?
1: Oh, 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 let me, I want to guess, you I want You see guess. where this is going? Who, who did it, who did it? Your my grandma. grandma.
0: <laughs> and she was the only one.
1: Oh. Everybody else
0: in the church was like, yeah, whatever. But my grandma says, yeah, I'll write back and forth with you. So
1: they wrote letters back and forth while he was gone.
0: They wrote letters back and forth while he was gone. By the time he was about ready to come back, they were signing their letters, love. <gasps> <gasps> my grandfather proposed upon coming home To see my grandma. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: I love it. We're just the sweetest couple.
1: Okay. Can you just give me a second to swoon? Go ahead and soak it up. I'm
0: swooning. Soak it up.
1: It's just like a movie. Recently, Taylor left us for a little bit. And he went and celebrated the life of his grandpa. And I have to tell you, Taylor, since you've been back, I've just enjoyed hearing the stories of your grandpa's life.
0: I think there's something about getting together with family and old friends where those Hall of Fame stories just get told over and over. And you've heard them a thousand times, but you don't get sick of hearing them.
1: Did you have a Hall of Fame story that came up when you were down there?
0: This is one that had been kind of on rest for a little while, but it was like, as I heard it, it was like hearing the lyrics to my favorite song. Oh, It just comes it? right back. So
1: your grandpa led such an interesting he
0: did. life. So he was a missionary in like the jungles in the mountains of the Philippines. And so they were in one of these houses that was like up on struts so that at flood season it wouldn't get Mm there this tiny little bedroom and they're trying to fall asleep but there's a commotion going on right underneath the house okay and it sounds it's just kind of like it almost sounds like wild animals but my grandfather knows that there was another missionary one village over who really liked to play pranks and so just laying there in bed my grandpa goes tom hedland you go home
1: because he thought it was Tom Headland that he was making the noise? Tom Hedlund
0: is coming over to mess with me, and now is not the time. But the commotion continues. And he tries again. Tom Hedlund, you go home! And it keeps on going and it keeps on going. And just when Grandpa's about to shout at Tom Hedlund one more time, a cat comes flying through the window, lands on their bed and runs out the house.
1: Okay, so it wasn't Tom Hedlund. It was a cat having a fight.
0: Grandpa just starts laughing because he blamed wild animals on Tom Hedlund. He's like, Tom. I sorry I guess you know and so the next morning he can't wait to come to Tom Hedlund and be like Tom for some reason I heard wild animals and I thought for sure you were playing a prank on me Tom Hedlund looks at my grandpa and he says actually that was me and then a cat ran by and I thought this is my chance and so I threw him through the window (laughs) cat was fine landed on all four paws like they always do
1: You just know it's going to happen. The family gets together, and this story gets told. It's the Hall of Fame story. My great-grandma was
0: notorious for making, like, salads, but not,
1: like, lettuce
0: salads, like, fruit, jello, all that type of stuff, Salads, Sure, the
1: stuff that we used to call salad that doesn't have any vegetables in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so uh, no one would really eat it. And (laughs) so there was one year my dad felt bad. And so he grabbed a spoonful of the salad, he takes a bite, and he just gets his look on his face. It had cottage cheese in it, and he hates cottage cheese. Oh, no!
1: (laughs) So everyone is dying laughing, including my great-grandma. And so that's been the story for ever since that happened. Does anybody make those salads now just in honor of your great-grandma? I don't think
0: so. I don't no, think so. That, that, that went away.
1: <laughs> my mother despises this story.
0: <laughs> oh, good! So we get to hear it.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely! This story comes up whenever we're together, and my mother, as soon as she can figure out that we are telling this, oh, kids, no, no, I no, stop! But so we, then you tell
0: <laughs> it even bigger.
1: Exactly. I'm 15 years old. And my mother is driving me to one of my very first jobs where I worked as a salad bar operator at a steakhouse. Nice. All right. But on this particular day, she jumped in my father's car, Mm. which was a giant green Impala, and she decided to go ahead and drop me off. So... We said our goodbyes, I hopped out, I ran into the steakhouse, and I'm about 20 steps in, and all of a sudden, everybody inside the steakhouse starts running outside. Oh. And one of the gals says, Jen, your mom was in an accident. What? And I went, what? I just got out of the car! So I turn around and I run back outside. My my mother <laughs> has run... The impala into one of the streetlights oh, that was no. in the parking lot of the car. Okay, Taylor, there were no other cars. <laughs> it was like three <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. Why my mother ran into a streetlight was a mystery to me until later on she confessed that she hit the streetlight when her attention was caught. By a red Ferrari that drove by. A red Ferrari drove by. She stopped paying attention to her driving, looking at the red Ferrari (laughs) because she said, and I quote, I thought maybe it was Tom Selleck. (laughs) Lori has an amazing Hall of Fame story. We have a son in Denver and for the last several years for his birthday, I've ordered him a chocolate chip cookie dough
0: ice cream cake Mm. and uh, just had him go pick it up Mm -hmm. a cute little shop called sweet cow you order you know by friends you know eight friends 12 friends you know you don't go by servings you go by friends got it so i ordered the eight friends size and had him put happy birthday pete on it later on that evening he calls me and he goes mom what what did you put on my cake and i said happy birthday pete And he starts laughing. He goes, "Guess what's on it?" And I said, "What?" He goes, "R.I.P. Kitty." (laughs) 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 And that's not all. His cat's name is Kitty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) He said, "Mom, it has little hearts and a frowny face on it." One of the great things about children is there, there's so much that they have yet to experience.
1: And you get to watch them experience it. You get to watch those with
0: fresh eyes for the very first time. And as I was down in Dallas uh, celebrating my grandfather's life after he passed away, I learned that he was the first person to introduce me to grapefruit.
1: Okay. So grapefruit is a strong taste for anybody, but for a child where I'm assuming you were itty bitty. I, yeah. I was
0: like toddler age. Okay, and right. so I, I come into the kitchen. Uh, he, he and my grandma actually lived with us for a little while when they were on furlough from the mission field and he was eating his grapefruit for breakfast. He,
1: did he always have grapefruit for always breakfast? Always had a little always grapefruit. Had grapefruit for breakfast. Okay, and okay, sees yeah.
0: me come toddling in and looking really interested up at his grapefruit fruit and being the good grandpa he is, he's like, I guess I should share with this little one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure he did it just out of the goodness of his heart. I mean, it's bright pink and Mm -hmm. it just looks so tasty. So he scoops out a little bit
0: with his spoon and he holds it out to me. And the story goes that I I took a bite and I looked up at my grandpa and then slowly but surely I backed out of the room. (laughs) Didn't say a word, just slowly walked backwards until the scary fruit couldn't hurt me anymore.
1: (laughs) That is such a Taylor response. You wouldn't make a scene. I'm not going to say anything. You wouldn't say anything. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You just slowly back away.
0: Remove myself from the situation.
1: I mean, let's face it. It's like entertainment for the price of food because you have a child and you're introducing them to a food for the first time.
0: And we want to hear about the unexpected and entertaining responses they've had to that first time food.
1: My daughter, I thought she would be grossed out by
0: salsa because she was little. She was maybe a year and a half. We were at the Mexican restaurant. So I put a little salsa in her mouth. She was obsessed with it. She would drink it out of a straw until she was like three. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm going to have to take like eight tums after hearing that sentence.
1: (laughs) Did she like kick her feet and wave her hands and get really excited? Oh, yeah. She loved it. How old is she now? She's 13. Still like it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Babies have almost twice as many taste buds as adults do. And they're all concentrated on their tongue. Yeah. And so they're extremely susceptible to tastes, which is why it's so much fun to watch a child react (laughs) to a new food. Also, why this story continues to floor me. One night when Piper was still in a high chair. So I'm guessing, you know, 12 to 18 months in that area. um, We had Chinese food. And her dad put the peppers kind of off to the side. Those little peppers that come when you have spicy oh, the Chinese super food. super hot yeah, ones. Yeah. He kind of put them off to the side of his plate. And he ate his food. And I was eating my food over. And then I don't remember what happened if we both turned our backs or we walked away from the table momentarily. When we came back, the peppers were gone off the edge of his plate.
0: Oh, no. And
1: my daughter was chewing on something. And, of course, I, like... Jump over to her and I open up her mouth and I remove the little tiny pieces and we both stand there and watch to see what is going to happen after Piper has eaten one of these hot peppers. What happened? She just smacked her lips together and reached for more.
0: (laughs) Whoa. That's a reaction. She still
1: likes spicy food. She's arguably the greatest American gymnast of all time. Yep. Right. I mean, she's got a ridiculous number of gold medals.
0: Isn't she the most decorated yeah. American Olympian?
1: Yeah. She's got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She has all these things. And she also has a coloring book.
0: <laughs> Seriously.
1: <laughs> because not too long ago, Simone Biles got on a plane and not only did the flight attendants not recognize who she was, they thought she was a child, and one of them tried to give her a coloring book to keep her occupied during the flight.
0: Like, oh, it's going to be a long flight. You might be bored, honey. So here's a coloring book. She posted about it, I think, on Instagram. She was really sweet about it, she but was. definitely like. I mean. She is four
1: foot eight. I get
0: that. But she doesn't have a childish face. Like, she looks like a grown up. She's four foot eight. I, yeah, there's She's that. She's four foot eight. <laughs> and you know, the last thing she wants to say is, don't you know who I am?
1: She said, no, thank you. I'm 25. Oh, OK. That is- and the flight attendant was like, oh, oh OK. And then Alrighty. probably realized later on who she had offered a coloring book to. I thought you'd be taller. How many times have you heard that? I don't know that I've gotten it very much. I know you get it at all. I get it all the time. I'm definitely short. And so I am one of those people that experiences short person problems.
0: And Janet has some short person solutions. I was four foot 11. Now I'm four foot 10. Ooh, yeah, that's short, isn't it? <laughs> but I have learned that if you are in a store that sells cane, that if you go get a cane,
1: you can carry it around and get stuff off of top <laughs> stuff but then when you take the cane back to where you borrowed it but it works. that's good yeah. you literally yeah. just you go to the cane aisle grab it yes. use it to shop and then return it yes and in the absence of a cane have you ever used something else like a broom handle or an umbrella I have thrown stuff at it <laughs> before I am reluctant to climb shelves I'm no. afraid I'll fall almost. no you didn't Something you just,
0: anything else <laughs> canes projectiles
1: uh there is Alert. a lady throwing stuff at the pickles in aisle four <laughs> somebody please go help the short lady in aisle four short people i'm one of them <laughs> we have some significant problems in this world because well it wasn't really built for short
0: people do you have short people problems kenny i do oh my goodness it's so ridiculous so my son he's four we were going inside the house, and he goes, Mom, you're just so tall. And I'm like, eh, not, not really. I'm 5'4", but okay. <laughs> so later that day, I'm, like, going into my closet to grab some pajama pants to get ready to change for the night, and I'm struggling. My pants are on the top shelf, and I cannot reach them. So I get the step stool, and he goes, why do you need that? I thought you were tall. And I'm like, well, <laughs> oh, obviously I'm not. And he goes, wow. Totally disgusting. He goes, I guess you're not tall at all. Oh! I'm like, oh. <laughs> all right. Thanks, young man. No, <laughs> so, I have a constant reminder living in my house of how short I am. Great. Oh, that cuts deep.
1: The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul.
0: You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.